Hello, and welcome to the Real Estate Investors Lounge. Join us as we cover a multitude of real estate-related topics with some of the brightest and most experienced minds in the industry. Our goal with The Real Podcast is to provide information, strategies, and insight on how to navigate the current and upcoming Canadian market. We use the experiences, knowledge, and the expertise of our guests and professionals in the field and offer it all back to you, the listener. We hope you enjoy the show. Be sure to check out our website at www.reilounge.ca. We're your hosts, Brian Fitzgerald, Erica Spencer, and Jay Shaw. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Real Estate Investors Lounge. My name is Brian Fitzgerald, and I'm here with my illustrious co-host, Jay Shaw. Uh, Erica Spencer Good evening, is... Brian. It's very, very nice to be with you this evening. <laughs> yes, sharing a beer. Not too bad. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not drinking yet. Our, our next guest might make us want to drink, but I'm drink, okay. I'm drinking. I am for sure right now. <laughs> and then, I, think uh, we're da- I think we're down one person, aren't we? Yes, yes, the, the, the unicorn. The figment of all of our imaginations, Erica Spencer. (laughs) Apparently she's part of this podcast, but people are starting to wonder. Anyways, we're going to, we're going to be having Kevin Spencer. No, Kevin. How do you pronounce it? (laughs) Oh, please. (laughs) Let's let's go Kevin Spencer. Okay. I'll answer to whatever you want. Yeah. Okay. uh, Kevin Genrich. Kevin Genrich, who is not related to Erica whatsoever. Um, yeah. make sure you tell people that yeah exactly and his specialty actually Jay how would you describe his specialty Kevin is a hard working individual let's put it that way so Kevin um, is a leasing agent with our company Welcome Home Property Solutions and over the past year he's actually joined the Spencer team over at Rockstar so he's um, gone out of his way to complete all of his real estate uh, courses and is now working with uh, Brian, myself, and Erica. So uh, he has been promoted from uh, the leasing agent when he started with us uh, about uh, a year ago, and, and we're happy to have him on the team. So Kevin, thanks for joining us tonight, and thanks for uh, you know everything that you've done for us over the past year. Oh yeah, well, uh, well, thanks for having me, and uh, I mean everything that you guys have taught me has uh, was obviously led me down this path and you know now getting my license I'm, I'm exposed to a lot more of it but uh it's definitely been an interesting ride so far so i'm looking forward to the future with this it's yeah, it's only awesome. going to get more interesting yeah it really so, is brian part of the reason i brought kevin on uh tonight was just to talk about i think what a lot of investors are uh are worried about right and that's dealing with tenants right and i think anytime we talk to an investor they always get a little squirrely when it's like, oh, I have to deal with the tenant and, oh, I have to, you know, advertise the property. Because I think part of it is the easy part of it is going out and acquiring the property. The most challenging part is making sure that you find the right fit for that property, whether it's a single family home, uh, whether it's a legal duplex, whether it's a student rental. Um, you have to do your due diligence and you have to do, um, you know, your proper screening. Gone are the days of someone showing up at your house. And being like, oh, yeah, they seem like a nice person. Uh, I'm going to rent to them, right? You really have to do your due diligence. And I know, uh, Brian, you just went through this at, at a property that you had. Um, and I know you, um, you know, you, it it took you a bit to find the right fit. But you did find the right fit. And, uh, you know, perseverance pays off. So um, Kevin's been a huge part of, uh, you know, our team in terms of helping us find uh, 
uh, great tenants for the properties that we own as well as through our property management company and the clients that we work with. Um, so I wanted to bring him on just to talk a little bit about kind of, um, you know, what he's been working on and some of the things that he's seen um, tonight. So maybe what I'll do, so I've kind of stolen a little bit of your thought. Your I think you took it all. <laughs> I took it all. Thanks Perfect. for coming out, Kev. Have a good night. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> and that's all the time we have exactly. for this episode. Yeah. Okay. I mean, get so, ready for a bumpy ride here with uh, with these stories. So, so Kevin, what what got you into this little side hustle that you started? Because I mean, you have a full time job of your own, don't you? Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it it was something that kind of was always at the back of my mind growing up. That you know, owning property and and learning more about that industry would be, uh, you know, something to to pair with a career. Um, and and I figured, you know, I'd, I'd moved to St. Catharines and I bought a house and I had, uh, you know, a couple of rental units that, that I have rolling and, and it really kind of pushed me into that, that realm and, um, learning more by, you know, showing houses and, and, and whatnot. It, uh, it's definitely taught me a lot. Yeah, I bet. I mean, you, uh, like we were talking just before we started recording that, you know, you see people, what they say on paper and then you see them in person and the way they kind of carry themselves. It's sometimes two totally different stories. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, people people can put whatever they want in in words on on paper or on an email or anything like that. But you know how they show up and how they present themselves, how they you know communicate with you can be totally different, and it's it's sometimes uh, pretty pretty shocking, right? Yeah. Um, but it's it, it's definitely it keeps it interesting. You know, if you see a hundred people over the course of a month, then you know everyone's a little bit different. So it uh, definitely. Uh, Definitely an interesting venture, that's for sure. So, Kevin, I mean, you've been you've been doing this for about a year with us. How many, like, let's put it this way: how many properties do you think that you've, you know, filled with us, and how many prospective, let's, how many prospective tenants do you think you've dealt with in terms of like different showings? How many types of people, or just how many people? <laughs> no, like how many, how many people? Like, I mean, based on like the properties, like how many, how many prospective tenants do you think uh, you've encountered right at showings over the past oh, year? I mean, it must be in, in over a hundred now. I mean, yeah. it's, you've, you've shown what 15, 15 plus twenty plus houses, and mm-hmm. you know, you get you get three, four, five, sometimes more than that um, to each house, and. Again, it's always a mixed bag. You never get the same crowd of people. And, and even, you know, it's funny when you walk in and there's four or five different groups and, and everyone's just kind of looking at each other at the front door, like, you know, sizing people up as their competition. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you open the door and you see all these people standing on the stoop and it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's hard not to laugh, right? Because sometimes it's just like, you know, what, how, how did you get here? How did you, how did you show up here? What was, you know, what was your, your thought process? But, I remember, uh, I think it was last spring, I think it was just before you started uh, working with us, I was filling a property on uh, with a client, and it was a nice property, it was in Secord Woods, um, and it was uh, rate, like it was, we purposely underpriced the property by about, I'd say about 50 bucks, and uh, it was a duplex, a legal duplex, and I remember showing up, and I got there five minutes before the showing, and there was 20 people standing in the driveway, and I couldn't believe it. Like, there was literally 20 people in the driveway. So it was kind of – so I know exactly what you mean when you kind of open the door and you see all these people, and you're like, 
hi, come on in. <laughs> like the Hunger Games, everybody's fighting to get through and you know give them give you their best story and. <laughs> So, Kev, walk us through the the leasing process for you. Like, I'm assuming you post your properties online, and and kind of how do things unfold? Like, once you post it online, whatever f- platform you're using, how, where does it go from there? Yeah, I mean, as as we're we're moving on and, and growing, there's you know processes get a little bit easier and, and more streamlined. But the basic is, you know, you, you post it online. Um, People will respond via via email and, and give you their their best story, like I said, and uh, and now it's you know it, it kind of helps you screen through them, but but that still doesn't really help. I mean, once you get them to the actual house and they show up at the doorstep, it's it's kind of a different ball game. You can do your best to um, weed people out, and I mean sometimes they'll you know you'll get an email even though your property is listed for 1295 plus utilities somebody will say oh well you know i can i can afford 800 and and, and that's it and it's like okay well, you know that's that's great but you know maybe you didn't read the ad <laughs> but uh you, you know and then they get through and, and then you start to kind of pick people's brains and, and like i said some people will um, give you all the information that they possibly can in, in the hopes that that kind of gives them a head above somebody else. Um, you know, and then you, you kind of take that, you digest it, and you go through, and then we've got uh, another program that will, you know, it's it tests their, uh, it's like a background check in a way. It's, it tests their credit scores. It, it's, you know, flight risk on, on whether they're going to be able to pay rent and, and whatnot. So it's pretty comprehensive at the end of the day. It's not just uh you know, hey, you look like a nice guy, and uh, yeah, here's the keys. Right. And don't be motivated, people, when tenants show up and they offer you a fistful of cash with no application. Don't do it. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, no. it happens. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Kevin, would you say it's fair uh, in part of your process and how you're screening tenants that there's multiple checkpoints in terms of kind of like I get like checks and balances in, in between kind of um, the minute they send you an email to the minute you're potentially signing a lease with them. Is it fair to oh. say that there's there's different points that you you can kind of so if they slip through in one process that they're able to, you know, be potentially weeded out in another one? Oh, big time. I mean, it's, you know, it's uh, anyone can can have a well written email and application and, and tell you whatever they want. Um, but when they when they show up in their demeanor and, and and what they kind of tell you and you know some people will just contradict themselves or they'll forget what they what they originally told you. So give um, us an it, example because like you've like I said I mean you oh. you've you've shown uh, you know a bunch of properties. Give give us an uh, our listeners an example of terms of like where in the in the showing you've you've kind of been able to weed someone out. If you can't think of something, put, yeah, I'm putting you on your spot. <laughs> There's editing. Don't worry. Um, I, I mean, it. it I remember one. It, it sticks in the back of my brain all the time. I, uh, it was. It was an evening showing, so it was, it was dark out, and it was down a, a dark lit street. And uh, I get there, and I was about ten minutes early, but everybody was already there, which is awesome. I mean, it's nice to have people show up, um, let alone on time and, and early. Um, and, you know, walked in, opened up the door and, and 
I remember this this lady and her family came in and they just kind of barge in and then they're you know the kids are running all over the house and then one's you know trying to size up he's got a measuring tape and he's trying to figure out where the furniture is going to fit meanwhile the wife's telling me you know that they they've been evicted or they're getting kicked out of their last house and that uh you know this house is, is out of their price point but they're you know they're willing to pay right now because there's other people here uh, like Brian mentioned, you know, here's a fistful of cash, just take us and, and let us move in. Um, you know, and then she's she's telling us about issues that they've had with neighbors in the past. Um, and I mean, a, a common element sometimes with people is, is them, you know, bringing up issues that they've had with their last landlord or their current landlord. And it's like, you know, it, it's sometimes it's valid. I mean, sometimes, you know, not all of us are perfect, uh, you know, running, running properties and whatnot, but, but the stories that people will tell you, you know, that they're, you know, they're arguing with their landlord, they're taking them to court because of this. And it's, it, the list goes on, the list goes on. Um, the other day, actually, I was showing, showing a property and uh, I was waiting around. I mean, I had a couple people come through and, you know, they said their, their thank yous and their goodbyes. And I had one more person that I was expecting to show up and, you know, 15 minutes goes by, 20 minutes goes by, and no show. So at this point, it's like, hey, this this person's obviously, you know, not interested. They're not coming by. So I go turn off all the lights. I lock up, and uh, I'm walking out to my truck, and this car pulls up, and it's, you know, it's obviously this guy, and he uh, he gets out of his car and he kind of like mumbles over towards me, and I and I was like, hey, how's it going? And he goes, oh, uh, you know, I, I was told to show up ten minutes before, and and I said, okay, what what time was your showing for? Oh. Uh, six o'clock and I said okay what time is it now well uh, 6 20 but I was told to show up 10 minutes before and I just kind of looked at him like you understand what you're telling me right now <laughs> I wish that was something that I could say when I show up to work 20 minutes late like oh yeah and, you know I'm... yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous it's it's hilarious sometimes but it's it's it, it runs rampant it's it's yeah so uh, like when it comes to screening your tenants um when you're posting your ad, are you asking them questions on the ad? And then do you kind of ask same or different questions when you meet them in person to see if their stories kind of add up or anything like, anything like that for a filtering process? Yeah. I mean, you've got your, your set list of questions and, and statements on your ad, but you've only got enough room for, for so much, right? So you're kind of giving them the details of the property. You're, you're, you know, setting, setting expectations for them for what they're going to be kind of walking into um and then and then after that when they come in yeah you're kind of cross-referencing you're 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 picking people's brains some people will just come in they won't say a word to you they'll they'll look around and they'll they'll leave uh some people will come in and they'll they'll just grill you with questions and you know good questions and then and it shows that that they're interested but then you've got the people that you know they'll come in and they'll they'll start going off on a different story and then you'll you'll kind of question okay well um you know, what about this? This is something that I remember you saying in your email, and I won't say that directly, but just kind of cross-referencing, like you said, to see if, if what they're telling me is the truth. And, you know, rarely does it happen, but it, it happens, right? It happens. You're dealing with people, and you're, you're dealing with so many different people. It's, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. So your best bet is to just be safe and, and have these safeguards up. Yeah, and you can't have enough of them. Yeah. So, Kevin, you mentioned uh, earlier the importance of getting the, the prospective tenant on the phone. Talk to us why that's so important as opposed to, you know, just, you know, talking to them by email and, uh, you know, setting an appointment that way. 
Well, it's, it's, again, people will tell you more than what they're going to write. When they're writing something in an email, they can kind of read over it a few times and then go back and delete things. When they're talking to you on the phone, um, they'll, they'll just, you know, it's a, it's a freelance conversation. Um, it's, it's important for us because you get to kind of shoot the shit with somebody as opposed to, you know, a very formal um, environment that an email is. It shows that, you know, we're just looking for the right, the right tenant. And if you can carry on a conversation on the phone, chances are that, you know, you, you advance, so to speak, to the, to the next level to, to come actually see the property. Um, and some people just don't write emails. Well, I mean, I know that when my dad writes emails, he, he spells words in caps to emphasize things, but he doesn't understand that that's yelling at people. So it's, (laughs) (laughs) my, my parents do the same and they they don't understand what I mean by, I'm like, that means you're yelling. What do you mean? It's just capital letters. (laughs) So yeah, you deal with some, some people that are, you know, elderly and, and that's the case. But then, I mean, it's, you know, if an email is riddled with, with spelling mistakes and they obviously just, just wrote this email on, on a whim, I mean, chances are they're, they're either not interested or, or there's other situations going on. So getting them on the phone, you, you get to kind of pick people's brains a bit more and, and learn more about their, their demeanor and, and whether they're actually interested or whether they're just window shopping. Right. So with some investors, uh, like some people, everybody's got their different methods to their madness, but... Some people we work with, they're they're just trying to get people to the property, and they think that's the most important thing. Um, what do you think about that? And like, I don't typically think that's a good idea. I like your filtering process, but why would that be a bad thing to have them just come to the property instead of emails or phone calls? Uh, I mean, a you're gonna have a ton more people just showing up at your property, so you're gonna have you know twenty, thirty, fifty people showing up for for a showing versus the ones that you've kind of narrowed it down to. Um, and, and, and B, I mean, if you're showing your property, you, you don't know who's coming. You don't, if you're not weeding through certain, certain, you know, groups uh, or people that um, you have to protect your asset, right? You don't want to give your address away to everybody because now they know that your property is empty. If you're an investor or if it's a, a part, you know, part of your home um, and they, they know what's in it. You know, I, I remember I was showing a property and we had brand new appliances sitting around and that was all they could talk about. I mean, this was even after screening through people. So you can never be too careful and, and just kind of making sure that people are actually coming for the right reasons and not just trying to find a vacant home that's got, you know, some flat screen TVs or, or a new fridge because it's ready to be rented. And then, you know, next day you, you see some broken windows and, you know, you don't know who it was because you just had 50 people come through your house. Right. So when you put the Kijiji, like assuming Kijiji's pretty big platform for this stuff, would you uh, oh, yeah. would you input the address of the of the property, or you leave that out and just give an intersection, like you know, Main Street and no, we'll, whatever. We'll, we'll we'll have a an intersection, like you said. We won't give the actual address out until you know you kind of get through that that first right. Yeah. Uh, um, for that exact reason, you know, if, if you're an investor, you've got, you know, a few properties, you're obviously not going to be at all of them. Um, you don't want, you know, broken windows because people know that the house is vacant and it's just, you know, there's nobody home. Yeah. No, it's good. I think idea. the biggest thing too, Brian, like, I mean, we see this all the time with, uh, with some clients that investors that we work with, they're buying their first rental property 
So they're keen, they're eager, they just want to show it, right? And they don't realize that it's a business. And I think the biggest thing that we've all realized is when you're posting things on Kijiji, and number one, it is the most interesting place that you can ever post anything. So if you have never posted anything on Kijiji, I highly recommend you do it. Um, <laughs> you will meet so many new friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but the other thing is people on Kijiji will waste your time if you let them. So if you're driving people, you know, and at the end of the day, when you're starting out as an investor, you don't realize that what you actually have is a business. So you're keen, you want to get people to the property, but you're not protecting your time, right? Kevin talked a lot about protecting your asset, which is extremely important, but people will waste your time if you let them. So it's like, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I think, you know, I agree. That's the best way to do it where it's like, yeah, like you may get 20 emails and of those 20 emails, maybe only five will work out and 15 will fall between the cracks. But you know what? You're going to get five quality prospective tenants to the property. Oh, yeah. I think every step you take, and I'm sure you guys would agree with this, and like you said, Jay, some of our newer clients, they just want to get people out there. But everything you do when you're listing a property for lease, it's a filtering system. From your Kijiji ad, you know, you, I, I like, and I think, Jay, you gave me this idea. You ask a few questions in the ad just to see if they read the ad. Say, like, you know, tell me about yourself, send me your phone number, send me your email. And if they don't do that, then they've missed the first filter. And then it just keeps going and just slowly narrow narrowed down. And the biggest thing is 50% of Kijiji people show up for a showing. So don't be upset, people, when you think there's 10 people showing up and it's like four or five. It's, it's, it's normal. I went one for six the other night. I was what? telling Kevin this the other day. One for six, I went. That's... That was uh, one of my personal best. So, <laughs> Although then there's nights that you go six for six. So there's no rhyme or reason, right? And at the yeah. end of the day, you can't take it personally as an investor, right? Um, because, you know, it's it's not your property. Like, I mean, if you're not getting action on your property, I think, you know, and Kevin, you'll probably talk about this later, is that then you've got to make changes. But if you're getting, you know, constant stream of hits, you just, you know, I mean, typically, like Brian said, it's about 50%. But... I mean, you can't really take it personally because at the end of the day, you can't control whether someone comes or not. Yeah. I just bring work with me to the showings. That's all. <laughs> and a comfy chair. Do. So, Kevin, so, I mean, we talked a little bit about kind of the series of checks and balances before you get the lead to the property. So we've talked about the initial email. We've talked about the phone conversation. Uh, we've talked about the viewing. What are some of the red flags or triggers that you look for from your position when you're there showing the property? Uh, you know, initially before, you know, as you're walking up to someone to shake their hand and welcome them, you're, you're just kind of seeing how they carry themselves, how they, how they interact with you and how they interact with each other. If there's a few of them, um, what's, you know, what, what's going on with, uh, how they arrived, you know, one time a guy just seemed to walk, to the house. I mean, sometimes people will show up with a few vehicles. Um, red flags. I mean, if if I see someone smoking in their in their car, does that lead me to believe that they're probably going to smoke a cigarette inside the house during during the the cold winter months? Yeah, I mean, I've I've, I've lived with people that that that's been the case. So that that kind of jumps out to me, and and just. You know, if you're showing up to a house that that you're going to be spending all this money on renting, and and uh, and you want to put your your best foot forward, you shouldn't be showing up with mustard stains on your t-shirts, 
and you know holes in your in your in your pants. You, you kind of have to present yourself like you're going for. Uh, an interview. Are you looking at Brian right now? I have to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing a shirt at all or pants. <laughs> oh boy, we're at that part of the show already. <laughs> <laughs> One beer, it's all it takes me. <laughs> but but stuff like that. I mean, it's it, it's it's not it's not rocket science. If you've got someone who's 15 minutes early that that shows up, you know, just you don't need to show up in a suit. Just don't don't come in, you know, ripped, you know, tearaway pants from the 1990s and your and your you know your, your stained T-shirt and look like you just rolled out of bed. And then, you know, it's just kind of that that perspective taking taking that approach to it. Like it's an interview. It's uh, you want to have a good solid interaction with the person at that, that first contact. And, and if they're not going to take it seriously, why should you take their application seriously? Right. Yep. For sure. So you've kind of touched upon like what you look for when they get to the property, like you mentioned the smoking in the car, might they smoke inside? Um, you know, are they at least trying to look presentable? I think that's a key factor. Cause like you said, it's, it is an interview. It's not for a job, but it's for a place. And, I mean, this place may have cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars, so you want to make sure you have somebody decent that's going into the place. Um, so when you're now sitting or standing in these properties with these potential tenants, what are the types of questions that you're you're asking of them? Um, I mean, if, if, if they've got little kids, I'll, I'll ask, you know, is it, is it close to the school for them? Um, you know, what, what, what brought you here? Where are you from? Just, just stuff like that to see, because those little questions, people will start to kind of go off like, Oh, you know, where are you from? Oh, well, you know, we we're from, you know, this, this neighborhood over here. And, uh, and then my, my current landlord's doing this and, you know, F this. And then it starts going off on, on a tangent. It's like, okay, well, you know, all I had to do is ask you where you're from and you're, and you're ready to just spill the beans here. Um, other questions, just, what are you looking for um, in a home? Like, um, you know, some places with it being a duplex, you want to have a little bit more um, in-depth knowledge on them because you want to make sure that, that the tenants will, will get along. You're not going to want to have um, people that are going to bed at, at six o'clock um, downstairs. And then you've got a bunch of students upstairs. You want to make sure that everyone can kind of coexist because that's just another uh safeguard for you as an investor that you're not going to be answering calls from from angry tenants because you know someone punched a hole in the wall upstairs or they're throwing a party or or anything like that or their kids are running around at at all hours of the of the afternoon yeah Um, that's a really good point no you've made made a really good point too um that i think is 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 a big one is 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 that making sure that the if it's a duplex, the upper and the lowers can coexist and you hit it right on the head that you don't want a quiet young family upstairs with, you know, three students downstairs. Not that students are bad, but when I was a student, I'd like to party. So I think it's that you're, you're basically eliminating more uh, problems for yourself down the road as the phone calls start coming in saying so-and-so is being loud or, you know, I think that's a, that's a really good point that I I think people should take note of. Yeah, you're right in the middle as a landlord, right? And I think like by waiting a couple extra showings to get that right tenant, um, you know, is going to go go a long way. And I think Kevin, you've got some experience in that, just in terms of a few properties that uh, that you filled. 
where it's like by waiting that extra, you know, a couple of weeks, you got the best tenant and then they were able to coexist, right? Because there's nothing worse than being in the middle as a landlord and having to deal with complaints up and down. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at look at Monique. Look at how long that one kind of took us. It's a beautiful house, nice, quiet area, great property. And, and how many people did we have come through that house? You know, and then one day when I went to go visit it after it was it was filled, I found the upstairs and downstairs tenants hanging out in the backyard with their kids playing together and their dogs playing together. So just just to see that is kind of heartwarming to see that, that hey, you've 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 made life easy and, and happy for these people. But at, at the same time, from a business perspective, you're, you're never going to have these people complaining about each other because they, they are so similar. So you want to, you're kind of playing matchmaker too at the same time as trying to find the right fit. So there's so many different factors when it comes to this, which I mean, it makes it interesting and that's, that's why I got into this, but it, uh, there's lots to look at. It's definitely not a, a cut and dry, you know, this is who you're looking for and, and, and that's it. Matchmaker. So in your spare time of being a dating consultant, Kevin, uh, what type of, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing, I think you've hit on a number a number of key points. So in terms of kind of starting out, right, like as a new landlord, um, you know, let's say this Saturday going out to show their very first rental property, do you have any tips or tricks or, you know, suggestions that you could share with some of our listeners that, you know, they should be looking for, you know, when they're, you know, white knuckling it to the house being like, oh my God, I'm going to show it. Like, what am I going to do? You know, I've got five people coming. I have no clue who they are. What would you say to them? Uh, just, just enjoy it. It's, it's, I mean, it, everyone's kind of got a different story that they'll tell you. And, and if you're just personable and, and you can carry a conversation with people, just don't, don't sweat the small stuff. If, if you're, you know, you're there on time, you get the lights on, you get the windows open, get some fresh air in there, the home's welcoming for them, then you can kind of, you know, just have conversations with people, have candid conversations, because like I've, I've said a couple of times, people will tell you everything if you allow them to. It, uh, it, it, it doesn't need to be an arduous process. It might be a long process, but if you can just enjoy it and embrace the you're using big you're words putting. kevin we like that we like that i've got a thesaurus in front of me i'm running out of long words <laughs> how long have you been waiting to use that word in this uh in this interview <laughs> i've had it written down on my hand actually i don't actually have a thesaurus but... <laughs> i read it on the back of my beer can um Perfect. but it, it it is what it is like it's it's if, if you're, you're treating it, like you obviously have to treat it like a business, but if, if you're having negative feelings about it, if you're showing up and you're stressed, you might miss out on a good tenant because they're going to look at you and be like, Oh, geez, this person's a head case, you know? Um, so just, just being able to kind of level with people. I mean, sometimes it's just, you just have warm bodies coming in and going out and that's it. But, but people will ask good questions and, and people will, will tell you more than, than they, they need to sometimes, but, it all just, it's an enjoyable process. If, if you're a people person, obviously, you know, as, as an investor, you, you want to make sure that, that you're getting the right people in. Um, so just spend the extra couple minutes just just talking to people and, and learning more about them and, and what's going on and what they, what they want. I think that's a, a really important point, right? Is it just, you know, at the end of the day, it is a business, but 
not taking it personally, right? It's that, yeah. you know, you talk about having the warm bodies come in and out. It's like, it's going to happen. It's not like at the end of the day, it's not, you know, has nothing to do with you or your property or anything like that, right? It's just that, yeah. you know, people come, people go, right? And it's like, at the end of the day, it's like you're there to show the property. And it's like, you know what? It only takes one person to rent your house, right? You don't need to rent your house yeah. to five people, right? Um, you know, and I think that's the biggest thing is just don't take it personally. But I think the other thing, too, that, you know, that I think we've, we've you know, learned ourselves and we try and educate our clients on this as well is that, you know, and I think you do it really well, Kevin, just, you know, people, you know, you set up in the kitchen, people don't think you're listening, right? Or it's like you walk in, you tell people, hey, go take a look around at the house, we can chat in the kitchen. But by standing in the kitchen and just listening, you can hear so much more from people that they don't think that you're hearing that when clearly you are. So listen more than you speak, I think is a big thing too for anyone uh, anyone new starting out is that, because I mean, a lot of people will kind of screen themselves out just by the fact that they don't think you're listening. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, yeah it, it. I'll give people the lay of the land and, and just say, okay, this is you know, if you've got questions, I'll be I'll be over here and 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 just the conversations people will have about about things. I mean, like I said, one guy brought a measuring tape. Some people will, will start you know making plans before even even talking about uh, anything else. But just yeah, picking up on those little conversations that people might not have directly with you, but yeah, you, you can you can hear a lot that, that people will say. So that's a really good point. So we've covered kind of the the gist of leasing a property with some tips and tricks, and but I think what your your host here, Jay Shaw, really wants to know is, do you have co-host, any... co-host, please? Oh. Okay, well, I'm I'm the co. It's actually Erica that wants to know these things. She's actually written me a few yeah. few questions here to ask you. Tell us, is Erica actually here? And, and no. she's just uh, she's on speakerphone with it muted. No, she's on assignment, <laughs> Kevin. She's on assignment. It's uh, so important we don't even know what the assignment is. Yeah, it's top secret. Um, so, what are some good stories that uh, you might want to share with us or or the listeners? Good tenants, bad tenants, whatever. We'll keep it light before we get to the fire round. Um, like I said, good tenants, it's nice to, to see them coexist, people hanging out in the backyard or, or, you know, just, just chit-chatting. Um, I mean, bad tenants, I got a list as long as my arm. I've told you probably my two, two of my best stories. Um, so tell us two more. Two more? (laughs) Okay. Well, I, one jumps out to me, um, was showing a place and again, these, these, couple just a young couple and i mean they they showed up a little bit late there was no big deal about it i I was still there and and let them go through um but again just just going off on on their current landlord like saying you know um oh i'm going to take them to court for this that or the other which i mean i i knew the landlord was in the right when he was telling me this and and just how you know swearing and, and saying all these things and it's like what what about this do you think is advantageous for you to tell me right now so you know at first i mean i have to say i was i was pretty you know i I thought that they were a nice young couple and blah 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 and then you know the uh the gentleman of the couple started kind of talking more and more and more and then it's like okay you're now on the the slippery slope here um and and then afterwards just the harassing phone calls after is just 
you know, phone calls and emails and stuff like that. And it's like, what, what don't you understand? Like, this might not be the place for you. This is not the place for you. Leave me alone. <laughs> so it, it's, you do have that case once in a while, but I mean, I had to rack my brain for one like that. Most of the time you've got people that they just, they're looking for the right place to call home, whether they're in between, you know, in between places that, that, uh, you know, or in between jobs. Um, but you do get some, some head cases sometimes. And those are the ones that, that really stick with you that, that you bring up on a podcast as, as a joke, right? Yeah. But, uh, never a dull moment. That's, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I think like the other piece too, like, I mean, you know, we, we talk about horror stories, right? But I think like all of us here, we're, we all have really good tenants, right? I think that's what, yeah. uh, like Kevin, even your house, Brian, I know, you know, your house, you've got, you know, you've got some really good tenants. We have, you know, we have fantastic tenants that we found on Kijiji, right? But I mean, you still got to sift through it, right? So, I mean, yeah. they're not just going to fall into your lap, right? So it's just, I mean, we want to talk a little bit about some of these stories so that people know what to look for right so it's like you've kind of you know you've got the war stories you've been through all of it and you've seen you know you've seen the good the bad and the interesting let's call it so i think that's <laughs> what we just want to try and kind of get across to people to be like hey there's still really good people out there like i mean you know for all of us like kajiji is probably the top um you know lead source i mean there's other ones like Padmapper and you know stuff like that that you can kind of look at but uh yeah, like I mean, just you know, for what what should people look for? So I mean, that's that's interesting, you know, to hear some of these war stories, right? So so people know that they're not alone out there. Nope. Oh yeah, we're it's, all going through it. The fire round. <laughs> fire. All right, Kev, we'll try and make this painless, but I make no guarantees. Um, Do I need to be fast at the fire round? Oh like, yeah, quick, yeah. Quick take, answer. Take a deep breath right now and hold. Okay, ready? So the first one, if you were Miss Canada, what would you do to make the world a better place? <laughs> so, um, no, sorry, I'm looking at my wrong sheet of questions. Uh, Brian, you better go. I, I've lost my, <laughs> lost my sheet of questions. That's your here. mirror questions. Anyways, where, <laughs> Kevin, where do you see yourself in the next 12 months? Uh, continuing on this path, I mean, I'd like to get into, into another rental property by early next year. Um, it's it's a path that I've always kind of envisioned myself on, and, and I'm just going to keep pushing forward with it. Cool. Where do you see the market in the next 12 months? Uh, I mean, the the way that it's going out here, it's, it's the going's great. I mean, as as Toronto kind of expands and expands and expands, I mean, you know, Hamilton is now the greater Toronto area, look at the, the places and, and the prices that are going up out there. And with, with the, you know, the train potentially coming out this far, you'll, you'll start seeing a lot more um, investors coming out this way, people moving out this way because their commute to Toronto just got cut in half. So I, I think it's a pretty good uh, outlook. So Kevin, who do you learn from? Um, I mean, obviously, um, reading reading once in a while i mean sometimes you see you know cute little videos on instagram social media and whatnot um but it, it's if you have strong mentors to kind of reach out to it, it makes it a ton easier to just bounce ideas off of ask questions because there's always going to be someone out there that knows more than you and if you can kind of you know latch on to somebody like that and and, and learn from them then then you can become an asset to them and they can help you out as well so 
what um, what are you currently reading? If you're not a reader, which podcast are you currently listening to? And Definitely okay. a podcast. Obviously, um, look at that, Brian. Our sheets are paying yeah. off. I know. There you go. Amazing. I mean, I, I'll listen to the to the BBC news or the BBC uh, radio station on my on my Sirius. Um, reading, I'll read anything that kind of comes across. Like you know, lots of good articles on LinkedIn, just from different groups that I'll follow. Real estate board. Um, any any little tidbits that that people will bring to me too, because they'll say, "Hey, I read this, and what do you think about it?" And it's like, "Okay, great. Well, send me the link, and I can I kind of dig into that." So it's not it's not one giant book that I'm reading. It's it's kind of a little bit of everything to to kind of combine it all to see what the the overall perspective and and thought process is. Do you foresee any uh, any major changes in the real estate industry? Well, I mean, like I touched on with the the go train or the train system that's going to be coming out here, that's that's going to start you know stimulating growth. I mean, even just driving a little bit further south into Welland, you can see on the 406 just monster homes going up out there. It, it's it's starting to look you know like Oakville did way back when 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 it started to be developed. So. It's it's growing. It's definitely there. It's uh, it's just whether you you pay attention to stuff like that or not. Right. Is there uh, any advice you would give to investors um, from your perspective? Um, Due do diligence. Do your homework. Um, reach out to, to to peers, but but definitely do your research before you you start getting into anything because there's a lot of a lot of dark alleys that you can kind of end up down, but uh, there's a lot of opportunities out there too that that, that others will will uh, will miss. So it's it's definitely an opportunistic industry, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, you can breathe now. The fire round is complete. <sighs> no, Turn off the timers, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Well, that was that was awesome, Kevin. Thank you for taking some time out of your busy day to to speak with us. I think uh, our listeners are you know, going to completely benefit from that just in terms of talking about, you know, what you've seen and what you, how you've grown over the past year in terms of kind of, you know, the different types of, uh, of uh, people that you've seen go through. But I think the biggest thing I think that you've kind of articulated is that you've placed some great people in great homes, um, you know, by, by simple common sense solutions, right? Doing your homework, you know, listening more than talking and, you know, kind of, asking asking simple questions right so i think i think that's the big thing there so i think uh you know we've got some great uh great tips here for our uh for our listeners so thanks for taking some time out of your busy schedule um so what we're going to do is we'll put uh we'll put your contact information uh in the show notes if that's okay and if people are interested in reaching out to you um to fill their properties because i know you're in that game um we can put you to work that sounds great yeah i i'm always looking out to, to help anybody and uh you know it, it's it's a fun industry to be be a part of and, and that's that's probably my key my key note to leave with people here is that it's you it's going to be what you make of it if it's an arduous process if you're you're not going in to enjoy it i mean it, it's going to be a lot it's going to be an uphill battle um if you go into it with with a positive mind and, and yeah you are going to have 
bumps and scrapes along the way and you're going to have people not showing up and, and, you know, weird instances. Um, but just find that right, that, that perfect tenant for you. And, and chances are it's going to be, it's going to be smooth sailing for you. Agreed. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Kev. Uh, that was good. And I think that's some good, good content for those people that fear interacting with tenants in general. So hopefully we cooled the, cooled the issue down for them. Awesome. Thanks, Kev. And uh, yep. we'll see you soon. Awesome. Thanks All so right. much, guys. All right. Take care. Have a good night. All right. Bye-bye. Bye now.